We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauley, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. The last time we journeyed with Jonah, we found him running from God, running from the presence of the Lord. You may think, well, I'm not out of church. I'm not uh, living in some vile lifestyle. I'm not running from God. But I'll remind you that sometimes the greatest prodigals are the ones that never physically leave home. You'll remember in the New Testament, the elder brother, he was as far from the father's heart as his younger brother ever thought about being, maybe further and still living under the same roof. And I'm afraid that sometimes right in our Christian homes and in good churches, there are believers who are very far from the presence of the Lord. So let's go back to that thought today. This thought that's mentioned three times in Jonah chapter 1 about the presence of the Lord. And let me show you some things that God has, has been dealing with me about. The first is this, that the presence of the Lord is always connected to the Word of God. You see, that's the way the whole story begins. Now the Word of the Lord came. God speaks. In fact, throughout the entire book of Jonah, God is speaking over and over and over again. And that's the story of the whole Bible. God speaks. He spoke in creation. He said one word, light. And there was light and it was very good. He spoke the worlds into existence with the power of His word. He spoke in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who is the Lord Jesus? He is the Word made flesh. He is the very expression of God. Hebrews 1 says that God has spoken in diverse manners or different manners through the, through the generations. But in these last days, He's spoken unto us by His Son. If you want to hear from God, you have to hear Jesus. And then God has spoken to us through His Word. That's what the Scripture is. It is the very Word of God. It is God's voice to us. If you want to hear God speak, open the Bible. Let the Lord speak. But here's the secret. God speaks, but we have to listen. That's, that's the great application here from Jonah's life. The problem was not that God was not speaking. The problem was that Jonah was putting his fingers in his ears. Jonah was willfully refusing to listen to what God was trying to say to him. In fact, he's the only person really in the whole book that didn't listen to God. The sea listened to God, the wind listened to God, the fish listened to God, the Ninevites and the gourd and the worm and the sun, they all responded to the voice of the Creator God of the universe. But the one being that did not respond like he should have, especially in the beginning, was man. Isn't that so much like us? All of creation responds to our God. Are you? Are you listening to God today? Are you in tune with the voice of heaven? Uh, chapter 3, verse 1 says, The word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. Now, I'm grateful for that because that's a revelation of God's mercy and grace. Aren't you glad God speaks again? He doesn't leave us where we are. Uh, but let me just ask you, uh, what is it going to take for God to get our attention? How many times does the Lord have to speak to us before we say yes to Him? The second thing I've learned about the presence of the Lord here 
is that it is not only connected to the Word of God, it's also connected to the will of God. See, God has a will for all of our lives. He had a will for Nineveh. He has a will for Jonah. And uh, I'm afraid that sometimes we're missing God's will because we're running from God's presence. If you want to find what God wants you to do, then you've got to get close to God. Now, don't expect to live at a distance from the presence of the Lord and then make right decisions and be clear-headed and uh, think the right way. No, God has to get us near to Him. Uh, he has to get us where we can listen to Him, where we're willing to obey Him. If you read through Jonah chapter number 1, God deals with Jonah. Uh, we know the story well, of course, how He cast Jonah into the sea and, and He speaks to him there. Uh, he awakens him in verse 6. And verse 9 and verse 10, Jonah has to confess. We all have to confess. In verse 12, in a very uh, picturesque way, he basically dies. He dies to self. He, he says, it's better for me to die than to live like this out of the presence of the Lord. I tell you, life's not worth living out of His presence. And every man must die if he wants to live. He must come to the end if he wants a new beginning. And that's what Jonah had to do. Jonah had to be willing to obey the will of God. And so I want to ask you, What's it time for you to do today? It's time to obey. It's time to obey God. What is the thing God is speaking to you about even now? His presence is with you. His presence is near you. His Word is speaking to you. Even now, the Lord is prompting you and saying, this is my will for you. It's time to obey God. So the presence of the Lord is connected to the Word of God. It's connected to the will of God. But most importantly, it is connected to the worship of God. Do you understand that's what God has always desired? And it's not only what He desires, it's what He deserves. He is worthy, friends. He wants worship in Nineveh, and He wants worship from Jonah. Now, before the godless people are ever going to recognize who our God is, we have to recognize who our God is. Before lost men are ever going to come and bow at His nail-pierced feet, we must bow in His presence. Worship is basically acknowledging two great truths. It's acknowledging who I am and who He is. And that's what happens in Jonah chapter number 2 when Jonah finally prays, when he calls upon God. Let me just read a little of it. Jonah chapter 2, it's an amazing prayer. And then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and He heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with a voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. I don't know about you, this is a very different tune than we heard Jonah singing in Jonah chapter number 1. Now he is worshiping God. He's acknowledging that he is desperate and he's in the depths, but God is where he's always been. He is the high, holy God. He's on his throne. He's able. 
His prayer is a beautiful example of what true worship is. See, true worship is just a response to God's Word. Did you know that in Jonah chapter 2, Jonah quotes from six different psalms? I think in the belly of that great fish, he'd been meditating in the psalms. I think he'd been having his daily devotional time in the psalms, meditating on who God is. Friend, come back to who God is. God's presence will meet you there. God will speak to you there. God will show you His will there. You will worship God there. That's really what it's all about. And let me end with this simple thought today. When Jonah began this journey away from the presence of the Lord, in Jonah chapter 1, the Bible uses the word repeatedly down. He went down to Joppa. He went down into the ship. Uh, He went down into the sides of the ship. And then, of course, we know eventually he went down into the sea. But when he prays, when he finally gets back in the presence of the Lord in Jonah chapter 2, the Bible says, Yet hast thou brought up my soul, my life, from corruption, O Lord my God. He went down when he moved away from God, but when he came back to the presence of the Lord, he went up. I want to challenge you today. Go up, not down. Come to the presence of the Lord, not away from. That's a journey you'll be glad you made. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.